Brought to you in partnership with the AM Consumer and Retail Group, Firework, Trigo, Sezzle, and Silk. Ranked in the top 10% of podcasts globally, the Omnitalk Fast Five podcast is a podcast that we hope makes you feel a little smarter, but most importantly, a little happier each week, too. Today is January 26, 2023. I'm your host, Ann Mazenga. And I'm Chris Walton. And we are here once again to discuss all the headlines making waves in the world of omni-channel retailing. Chris, you're like, you're like really, you got a lot of energy. Did you have, I, I just brought you coffee. I know you did. Yes. Thank you for that. Got my Starbucks you're here. Like which is like you're like twitchy. You're like, you're like freaking out. You're I, so excited I about know. the retail well, news. You know what's so funny? Like every time you do that read, it just gives me like warm, fuzzy feelings. I sit here like, I feel like I'm like a kid just listening to like, like an elementary school teacher read them a story. I'm like, when you read that, especially when you read the sponsors, I'm like, oh, that's so cool. You know, like I just oh get it. This is my favorite thing to do. I love it. Okay. I got my vest on, you know, I my know. Marty McFly dork looks like Another he's going to drown Adidas vest. product. Yeah. Yet I told again. you, full on Adidas. I know that. I mean, I, <laughs> is that your favorite product right now? Oh, 100%. Like I can't stop buying Adidas. Okay. I'm, I'm like addicted to Adidas. The, oh my gosh. The, the stripes be a plenty, and The unofficial the stripes sponsor of the Omnitech Retail Fast Five. But are you excited about next week? week yeah we're heading out to manifest in las vegas and yeah i'm excited to get warm to just like be in warm weather to see like that conference last year was so cool i mean supply chain like sounds for some people like "Mm, supply chain conference is Mm. that gonna be a good time i was just telling somebody (laughs) yesterday well i mean i don't think people understand how cool it actually is i was just telling somebody yesterday on a call i was like yeah and also Ludacris was there last year and nelly's there this year like this is not like yeah. a dorky conference. This is actually going to be really yeah, cool. Yeah. So I'm excited. I don't know. Yeah, I'm you? pretty pumped. Yeah, I'm pretty. I'm excited for it. I'm. Ex- I like. I, I like learning things. You know, yeah. and that's actually what I like about conferences the most. And and there's a. It's a great opportunity to learn about subjects that like, we don't rem- necessarily remember about the, the like maritime shippers. The maritime shippers. <laughs> I know. I mean, it seems <laughs> dumb, but like, do you remember learning that a barge is only built once every like fifty to sixty years? Yeah, right. So even technology yeah. like. That, it's I remember automatically that outdated, exact, like the second like, it yes. gets on the water. Yeah, no. So there's a lot that we'll be uh-huh. bringing to you. Fun facts. Yeah, and then the other part is we're we're keynoting uh, SPS's sales kickoff meeting we at the are. end of the week. We're doing a little fast five. We've yes. got a little panel that we're moderating. I'm excited about that too. I know we, it's going to be a busy week. We we fly back Thursday night for those watching. Late Thursday night, and then we're up at like set. You know, early the next morning. I think eight thirty showtime for that too. So it'll be good. But we're, hey, we're used to it. Hey, we're ready. And there'll be a fast five somewhere in there. <laughs> right. Yes, we will do that. We're gonna have to do that from Vegas, right? That's right. Yeah. Next week's show is coming to you from Vegas. All right. Before we get to this week's headlines, and I have a question for you. Oh, this is going to be a loaded one, I have a feeling. Eh, that's a pretty easy one. Okay. But have you ever been to a conference where you just didn't get the education and networking that you were looking for? Uh, plenty of times. Have you, Where you were spammed via a basic networking app from people who may or may not matter to your business? Pretty much all the time. Yeah, right? I never like, know. That, like, yeah. are you a That's real my daily person? life, actually. And then sometimes you do meet people and they're like, I messaged you in the app. And I was like, oh, yeah. I don't know. I'm sorry. Or lastly, Anne, have you ever attended a conference where the meetings kind of just flat out wasted your time? Yes, for sure. And yeah. we hear that a lot from people. Yeah, and you're not the only one. So ShopDoc is bringing a completely different experience to the table this year. Loyal OmniTalk listeners can be part of retail's most sophisticated and largest meetings experience in history. ShopTalk's tech will only connect you with people that also see value in meeting you, allowing you to make business-critical connections. 
Ann and I are already hearing that people are signing up left and right. Doesn't surprise me at all. They're swiping right? No, signing up left and right. They might and be, swiping right. It's might, double opt They might be swiping left and right. It's the equivalent of swiping right. Ooh, that's interesting. Mm-hmm. All right, all the biggest names are going to be there. You don't want to miss it. Prices go up tomorrow, Friday, January 27th yes. at midnight. So don't wait. Don't delay. You can learn more at shoptalk.com slash US slash Omnitalk. That's shoptalk.com slash US slash Omnitalk. All right, in today's Fast Five, and we've got news on Dollar General's new mobile health clinics, mm. Walmart's new small business play, another Chinese shopping app called Timu that is rocketing up the download charts on Apple, mm-hmm. an Amazon Fresh store that is surprisingly already closing in London. Uh-oh. I know, right? Can't wait to talk about that one. Close the show. But we begin today with big pharmacy news out of Amazon. Anne. Yes, in news that still feels too good to be true, uh, according oh, really? to CNBC, uh, Amazon, the, Amazon this week added generic prescription perks for Prime members. The add-on is called Rx Pass, which allows Prime members to get as many drugs as they need from a list of 50 50 generic medications <laughs> used to treat common conditions. All the drugs, please. I'd like all of the drugs. Um, and they're all just $5 a month per person with free delivery. Yeah. That's as many as many medications as you need. Like From the list. From the list, $5, $5. a month. Yeah. Um, it should be noted that the program is also currently not available for people who are on Medicaid or Medicare. Chris, yeah. you have some prescriptions. Like For me, I was like... <laughs> Okay, we have like one maybe, but like, so this to me was like, okay, $5 a month. And then I first was reading it and was like, is it the drug cost plus $5? Right, right. But you dug deep in this. It's kind of confusing a little bit. You're like ready to change your life. Tell me about your thoughts. Yeah, I want to. It's nice to see you. I see the energy in this for you too. Like I thought you were going to be a little negative on this, but it sounds like you're coming around the positive side, coming to the light. But um, yeah, for me, I mean like, you remember $5 foot long? Yes. Five dollar foot long. Don't I'm sing like, anymore. It's I'm gonna like be stuck in my Five dollar drugs from Amazon. That sounds like somebody uh, screaming yeah. from a New York street corner. <laughs> five dollar drugs, yeah. <laughs> Got five dollar drugs. But that's, uh, it was great. But I'm I'm all in. Yeah, no, you're right. I scanned the list because following my stroke, there are like, you know, three to four yeah. medications I'm on. And like three like I I can't remember exactly, but I think three or four of them, or ones that I had previously been on too, are on that list. So, like, hell yeah, I'm going to try it yeah. out for five bucks a month. Right. I can get all those prescriptions delivered to my house. Yes. Like, I'm going to try it out. My only question, though, is how does it actually work? Like, do I need a Prime membership? Because, right. you know, Mrs. Omnitalk has ours for the household. Right. Am I going to be able to do it through that? My hunch is no, but mm. I need to find out. So I'm going to do some investigation. I'll report back. How easy is it to transfer scripts? You know, those are all the types of questions. Because, you know, I already have it, you know, in bed with, you know, I'll say it, Walgreens is my prescription filler of choice. Yeah. And so, you know, it's it's going to be a question of, like, you know, how easy is it for me to handle? But but I think it's definitely worth the investigation to try to figure that out. Well, and I I was researching this. Did you know 150 million Americans are on those 50 drugs that are available in this? Oh, it doesn't, 150 million doesn't Americans are already on this. So now you're going me. from, you know, the hassle of going to pick it up, the making sure that it's there, and then paying whatever it is, your copay is for these medications. Yeah. Like, it's amazing. It just, it seems, like I said, it seems almost too good to be true. And I think, to your point, like, just is another, like, pro for if you're considering all the subscriptions that you have right yeah. now. And so what I'm going to be watching closely is, 
you know, we, we have Walgreens yeah. closest to our house. Yeah. That's where we both pick up our prescriptions right now. Yeah. But do we see a push and how do you make economic sense of that mm-hmm. with Walgreens and CVS to partner with like a DoorDash again to like enhance the Dash Pass functionality? And I still mm. think that there's there's that there's that crux of like sometimes you need those things same day. So like if you're out, you know, yes, Amazon can get it to you next day or something, but is there going to be some value proposition that a partnership between a CVS and DoorDash or Walgreens and DoorDash could bring to give you similar benefits, but same day? Yeah, that Walgreens could even do and coordinate or partner through white label DoorDash or something like that. That's a great point. Yeah, and Walgreens, to its credit, has been pushing the because these are like set and forget prescriptions yep. Walgreens has been pushing that with me I just haven't had the time to set it up yet right. but yeah you could easily see the extrapolation there that's a great point alright headline number two staying in the healthcare lane oh yes we always like to stay in our lanes and on this show never <laughs> Dollar General plans to open mobile healthcare clinics mm-hmm. according to Chain Storage Dollar General is partnering with Doc Go Inc. <laughs> I can't believe it, but it's true. It reminds me of I read that and I was like, Go Doc Go. Like right? the- Go Doc Go, this the children's book. That's like- awesome. But Doc Go Inc., which quote is a provider of mobile health and transportation services, end quote. The clinics are essentially vans that will be set up in the parking lots of three Dollar General stores in DG's home state of Tennessee, and they will offer a wide range of preventative care services in addition to urgent care services and chronic condition management for conditions such as high blood pressure, diabetes, asthma, and chronic obstructive pulmonary disease. Very specific. Yes. On that last one. So you know, I, if you know who you are out there. Yeah, chronic right, obstructive right. pulmonary disease. Trying to hit an audience. Sufferers, I guess. Yeah. Um, said Dollar General's chief. Chief Medical Officer Albert Wu, and yes, Dollar General has a Chief Medical Officer. They got it now. Yeah, right. Quote, these clinics demonstrate our ability and desire to work with our customers to bring affordable health and wellness closer to home while equally establishing Dollar General as a trusted partner where customers can access health services, end quote. And your thoughts here, please. Well, first I have Starting to- Starting off with health and wellness. I have to say, like, this week's stories are very interesting to me because said in a different way with a different lens, like- Five dollar drugs, all you can all, all you can eat drugs, and then now we're doing vans that are providing healthcare in a parking lot. Like this could be misconstrued very easily, but I could love be some side businesses going. I on know, here very like shortly. this could be could be questionable, but I think like the first thing I thought of was like this is how Rite Aid, which we were talking about earlier in the year, this yep. is how they should be doing the mobile. I pharmacies. thought the exact same yeah. thing. Yeah, like first that thing. was the first thing that came to mind. Like, yep. yeah, it's mobile. Like, yep. why would you force somebody to be stationed all day right. in one spot when that's just not there's just not enough demand to 100%. require them there? So I think that makes sense. You're 100%. still getting closer to those rural communities. You're still closer than the closest urgent care in most cases. Like, they're they're the Dollar General is you know people have access to mm-hmm. Dollar Generals much more than they do any of those clinics. The question that it raises for me, though, is like how how are prescriptions handled for this, especially for like some of those urgent care like strep, for example, right. like I, I you know, yeah, I just this had isn't strep pharmacy. Last week. That's the key difference right. between this and Rite Aid. So right. how do you like 
is that going to be a component of this? Because that's still then another trip somebody has to go on. If I have strep or I have, you know, some other thing that I need a, a medication for that day, like what am I going to do then? Where what where am I driving to? So is that opening up new avenues for Dollar General? Can these mobile yeah. vans be like, yeah. t- do, do they contain these sorts of things yeah. if they are the clinic? But I think, you know, this option in combination with them expanding grocery now into the yeah. space, like you've got a one-stop shop that's, I think really smartly being constructed yep. in a very mobile, like as mobile as a physical store can be. Yeah. They are trying to add on all these things. I, I love it. That's a great point that you're bringing up because businesses are born in opportunity. And mm-hmm. so it's actually a great problem to have if you're the chief medical officer, Albert Wu, right. to try to help Dollar General solve. Like, oh, you have these clinics. Now, where do patients need to get their medicine? Right. Oh, I'd like to try to solve that problem, honestly. Right. Like right. Th- there, there's just dollars there for the taking. And, you know, my point is is exactly – I thought the exact same thing you did. Like, I poo-pooed the Rite Aid move yep. last year, but this is different because of the mobile aspect. Mm-hmm. It, it, DG's not tied down to the real estate footprint, which is important because of the staffing, right? Mm-hmm. You're not having to staff docs permanently at a location. Right. The docs can pick up the truck and go wherever they're needed that right. day. Um, and so it makes me wonder if the same approach can't be worked in pharmacy. I mean, think of remember Breaking Bad, Walter White and Jesse. This is what did I the mean. same thing out of a basically a Winnebago yeah. in, in the desert of, right. of Al, outside Albuquerque. So yeah. like you know, who knows if that's real? But the techniques are there to make this work. So God knows, and God knows, pharmacists are way more hard to come by. I yeah. think from my experience than medical staff. Yeah. So the mobile approach, I I just think it makes sense for both things. And your point is great because that's probably going to be a demand that's there. I would think. We'll see. We'll see. Again, yeah. walking the very fine line of selling meth and also <laughs> prescription drugs. Anytime we could get a Breaking of a Bad van. reference in the show, I mean, that might be a first time, too. I, oh I, I love that. All right, let's go to headline number three. Walmart has launched a new buying program for nonprofits and small to medium-sized businesses. Again, according to Chain Storage, Walmart's new Walmart business program is designed to empower SMBs and nonprofit customers. It launched as an e-commerce site called Walmart Business, which offers a curated assortment of more than 100,000 items. Uh, said Ashley Hubka, senior VP and general manager of Walmart Business, quote, Walmart Business simplifies restocking by grouping various items together in a way that makes sense to organizations, end quote. The new program also comes with a Prime-like feature where for $98 a year plus tax, organizations can also upgrade to Walmart Business Plus. What else? Of course, put a plus on it. Right. Uh, and receive additional benefits like min- no minimum fee. Fee, free shipping, right. free pickup and delivery from store with a $35 minimum order and 2% rewards on orders of $250 or more. Chris, I had to like jab you a little bit to get this one into the Fast Five this week. Yeah. Explain to the listeners your thoughts on this. Yeah, I still I still don't know if, you know, in retrospect, this one makes my cut because the jaded part of me is like, I still just look at this as a reskin way for Walmart to try to goose its Walmart Plus subscription base. Honestly, but this is Walmart Business Plus. I, I know Walmart Business Plus. You know, right. like flying business class here yes. on this story. Right, but, right. You know, free you, snacks. So I tried. I tried. I I tried to you know not have the glass half empty look. I'm trying to have the glass half full look. And I think if I have the glass half full look, I think, which is partly why I don't love it. But like, it's a no brainer move. You know. Yeah. I mean, for example, for years, my grandfather used to run a solo distribution operation out of this small like, like standalone like 
warehouse. It was probably like 2,000 square feet in Davenport, Iowa, where he would his business model was go to Sam's Club, yeah. pick up candy bars and bags of chips, and then deliver them. Let's to say the, not for resale. Yeah, that deliver <laughs> them to the local. Then he would deliver them personally to the local bars and and convenience stores, like in the outskirts of Moline, Illinois. Okay, which no one can get to. Right. Right. And so so like the phenomenon is happening here. And so I think businesses are going to find value in this. And Walmart has this massive distribution network already. And so anywhere, anyone that has like large amounts of goods sitting in a warehouse should be able to deliver them at bulk, yeah. like similar to how you would find at a Costco yeah. or a Sam's Club. And But my hunch is like, the, the other the last thing I'd say is like, I just don't see that much incremental revenue in this for Walmart because okay. I imagine people that want to use Walmart are doing this or are already going to Amazon or going to Costco. So like... Yeah, maybe you get a few extra incremental Walmart Plus business business plus subscriptions, but I don't know. But you know, tell me why I'm wrong. I okay, because first of all, again, every one of these stories is bordering on legal. Like, <laughs> was that legal that your grandpa was doing that at the in that probably in that time it was, but like you couldn't do that now, right? I I, I mean I, I have no idea, and I have I probably not. Probably technically, it's not. I just legal. imagine like uh, I don't know. People these... are reselling stuff on Amazon all the time, so I don't know. Like I, you know, I I don't I, I don't think it's patrolled. Let's okay, put it that way. Fair, fair enough, fair enough. Um, no, I okay. So I think this is a really smart move by Walmart because okay. I think that as somebody who's ordered consistently orders goods for office spaces. I ordered stuff for the gyms all the time. Like Amazon was our go-to because that was, they had everything. They had the lowest prices or Costco, which required a trip or Sam's club. And I think that that's where a lot of this business is going now. But now I think you have Walmart who can tap into the demand in those areas based on data that they have from Sam's Club. And now they have three times the number of locations with all of these Walmarts to offer pickup in bulk and to offer an, an additional discount for people when they're buying these bulk products on a repeat basis. So I think it makes sense. It opens up Walmart as a new place. But that's going to be there's going to be some customer acquisition that has to happen there. But I think that it could be of value. OK, final question, though, on this. Yeah. Go under your head. Yeah. Given everything you just said. Yeah. Are you switching your routines to go do this at Walmart? It depends on prices and nobody can beat Walmart on prices. And I think that that's a question for a lot of the people, especially in smaller, you know, in more rural areas where there's not a Sam's Club, there's not a Costco. They're calling Amazon right now and they're paying for Prime membership already. And then they're paying, you know, if they're if the Walmart can get those goods to them at a lower price and faster. I think this makes sense. Plus, I also think that as Walmart continues to scale and make investments in technology, that like we see these sortation centers that are coming up where they're kind of gathering new ways to more quickly deliver. They can do product. it more efficiently. They than could other do it more efficiently, yeah. and again, they could pass those savings on to the customers. So, I don't know. Wow, I didn't expect that answer from that question. I like it. Wow, you are fired up on that one. I like All it. All right, let's uh, keep on rolling here. But before Ann, we get to headline number four. Yes. We want to tell all you loyal listeners about another trip that we have planned to the Windy City here soon. This is the year of the conferences. It is. It is. Oh, my gosh. It's getting, we're, we're making it's, the rounds. We're starting it off with a bang. So don't just hear about retail's latest trends and innovation. And we're going to, you know, people like to do that, but we're going to experience them. At the Retail Innovation Conference and oh, Expo yes. taking place June 13th to 15th in Chicago, 
You'll find out what's next in connected commerce through rich conference content, heightened networking, greater community engagement, and a show floor full of immersive activations. Visit omnitalk.rice.events to learn more. That's omnitalk.rice.events to learn more. I'm excited for that one. Yes, this is not Omnitalk Rice events, but that's yeah, what you should that's, use. That that's what you should the mnemonic you should use to remember. Omnitalk dot rice event dot events. Yes. 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 I'm excited. It's been like four years since we've been at that show too, so I'm excited to come back to it. All right, headline number four. There's a new app atop the Apple download charts. And once again, it is a Chinese shopping app yes. called Timu. Yes. According to the publication Inside Hook. Shout out to them, first time on the show. Yep. Timu is the American subsidiary of Pinduoduo, a discount shopping portal in China that's competing pretty well with Alibaba. And it offers, quote, seemingly endless discounts, free shipping, and a majority of items under $10. And yes, if you go on the site, that is pretty much pretty much sums it up, And uh, For example, I went on the site yesterday, yeah. and it is seemingly an endless barrage of deals and time pressure-inducing oh, countdown yes. clocks oh, yeah. that are all there to entice me to snatch up products directly from factory, which is key at, like we said, incredibly low prices. And again, you really wanted to talk about this one, too. I did, Why? because I think that for me, like we saw... First of all, when I heard this news, I was like, okay, somebody's topped Shein as the number mm. one shopping app, downloaded shopping right, app. Big deal. So let's look into it. Yeah. Why is this important? And I think that it's what they're doing is similar to Shein in that it's gamified with these like lightning deals, but it's discovery focused, not like seek and destroy, as you say, mission driven uh, shopping like you you're doing on Amazon like this That's is a funny. fun place where you're like oh yeah like let's go see I mean we I I bought something from it yesterday I did my first purchase on did it you? yesterday on the app and I was like okay like yeah that thing is pretty cool and then here's the kicker I started seeing similar things that I had just ordered from Amazon for half the price wow the exact same thing so like the exact same thing. exact same, same thing. brand everything same brand wow. and everything and so I was like okay this is crazy like I'm gonna order this from here and return the thing I got from Amazon because mm-hmm. it saves me $15 and because I think you just you're have to going wait direct- for it right like yes. it takes longer to get you it right you have to wait you're waiting until like the first week of February like I think like, to yeah, get it so time, you know yeah. a couple weeks but I I think this this app like has the power to really kind of change how we're shopping i don't know that it's in a good way there's a little consumerism and yeah, like sustainability things that make yeah. me a little nervous the same thing with shein but here's what i also love about it it's not active in the u.s app right now but mm. it is in in china is this group buying mm. part of it so we don't have it yet here but in china right now the way that it works is like if i i say i'm sitting around with my moms okay we're having some drinks your moms the mom my mom friends the moms. okay you're with the moms with okay. the moms i'm going Every with you on this Go. single time we get together yeah text thread text thread right. miles long right? right of like and my favorite icebreaker question of late what's your favorite product right now yeah. So we sit down, we're all talking about it, and it's boring stuff. It's like or it's like an organizer for a closet, but right. it changes lives, okay? Right, right, right. But that organizer is on on Timu, and now I think about like once group buying comes into play, if I can send that organizer to my list of six moms that I was just having drinks with, and now we each get an additional discount because we're all right. buying it together. Right. Like, that's brilliant. There's a there there. I'm gonna use that all yeah, the time. Right. 
Which what you're describing just for the listeners sounds like my personal living hell, like what? being involved in a checks chain like that. I'm always the out. I'm always the aftermath of that with my wife. She like has those text chains, and then she's texting me incessantly about every single thing you guys oh, yeah, talk about on for those sure. chains because you have to. That's like it's it, sometimes we talk about like Real Housewives, and sometimes we yeah, talk right? about like closet organizers. Yeah. You know, I mean, my my summary on this, I think I think it's really interesting to follow, and I think your points are are dead right too, especially the aspect of the group buying if that comes yeah. over here because I think that that makes it go viral even more. And mm-hmm. I think you're tapping into something that is really real. Like, yeah. hey, we're all talking about this product. It's cool. Let's all go get it together and save a ton of money. Mm-hmm. But your point about consumerism is right. Like, that's the part where if yeah. I go on a rant here, like, yeah. millennials, what what's going on here? Why is this the top app? Like, you talk about sustainability, but, like, it's just not a focus. And, you know, the only place I ever hear about is when we travel to Europe. Like, mm-hmm. that's the only place where it feels like it's really it's a cheap. focus. Right, because cheap stuff always wins out. Yes. It's the axiom in life, which goes back to the point you made in the beginning. All right, let's keep rolling. All right. Headline number five, Amazon is permanently closing its Amazon Fresh store in Dalston, Northeast London. Dalston. According to Charge Retail, Amazon is calling it quits on the store after only 18 months of operation. A spokesperson for Amazon told Charged, quote, just like other retailers, we regularly review our business and from time to time adjust to ensure we are able to best serve our customers and we remain committed to Amazon Fresh UK physical stores. And in fact, we are excited to confirm that we will soon open two new Amazon Fresh stores in the greater London area, end quote. Uh, Chris, yeah. this is also the A&M put you on the spot question this Ooh, week. Yeah, right. We haven't had it yet. We have not. Saved um, it for the last. We saved it for the last. So A&M wants to know... Some of the difficulties, challenges, and closures that we've seen with Amazon Fresh indicate that just walk out technology is either not there yet mm-hmm. or not enough to overcome a soft value proposition. Mm. Is this a warning sign for other grocery retailers that just walk out isn't a silver bullet to solving core issues? Wow, great. Yeah, great question. Uh, my answer to that is, I think, unequivocally, yes. Okay. Um, at this point. Um because I don't think it ever should have been a silver bullet, right? You know, to solve your core issues, right? Like, um, you know, we've talked about this recently on this show. I think I can't remember if it was last week or the week before, or even before the year ended, because everything starts to blur together. But, um, you know, grocery is just plain hard. Mm-hmm. We've talked about it. We talked about Tesco trying to come over and do fresh and easy in the United States, and and checkout free on its own. I'm starting to realize very clearly. Very palpably, honestly, like this is now in my head. It's not enough of a point of differentiation. For the average person, particularly when a gate or barrier is put up in front of an Amazon store that requires you to download an app or put your palm in Mm -hmm. their system so you can get into the store, when the next best alternative, quite honestly, for a quick trip particularly, is a self-checkout machine that anymore works 10 out of 10 times. Like, when was the last time you had problems with a self-checkout machine? I I never do. Well, right, use... User error. Yeah, but I never do anymore. Like, I'm so fast on that thing. I actually take pride. Like, I, like, just jam out of there, and the people are always like, wow, nice job. But, you know, like, so for me, like, is it a better experience to just wave your hand, enter the store, and pay? Yes, it is, 100%. But all things being equal, the Amazon's Fresh Stores I've been out, the jury's out on whether or not that's going to make the difference, you know? It just doesn't. And so, now, the point I would make, though, which I think is important to bring it back home is... Traditional grocers, I think, that have a real value proposition. You know, you think of their position in fresh meat, produce, mm-hmm. maybe a good value operation like Aldi. 
I think this technology can still be more of a differentiator for them right. in the long run because the value proposition is established. The brand is established. So I think those retailers still need to experiment with it. Mm-hmm. And the other benefit of experimenting with it is you get the understanding of how computer vision can affect your operations yes. overall, which yep. I don't think can be discounted here. Mm-hmm. But it's in no way a silver bullet, particularly in 2023 where we said, like, it's a show-me-the-money year for tech investment, yep. and you've got to see immediate impact. So I think it's, it's, it's still at best, it's a something you're trying, you're trying to learn from. From, yep. Trying to understand its impact to your organization, but yeah, I, yeah, that's my position. I agree. I mean, I I have very similar notes. Like, I think there this is the year, like you said, where we're going to have to start to see some of the payoff for things like implementing computer vision. And I think that's the that is the important thing here. Like, once you've invested in computer vision, like you really have to work to figure out how that's going to benefit your overall operations. Like, what other things can supplement? Mm-hmm in that investment besides the just walk out technology. And I think this is hard too because Amazon is different than other than yep. the other retailers. Like I'm really going to be watching closely what Tesco, what Aldi, what all those other yep. non-Amazon grocers are doing in this space who've invested in this technology yep. and what direction they go in because I think that's a better indication of like the validity and the power of this technology in a grocery store over Amazon. Like they can kill stores if, you know, they don't like it in 18 months and there's there's no hurt yeah. to their bottom line. Yeah. But those other retailers are really going to have to make this work. They're going to have to work yeah. to find out like what the solution is because I still think and we saw this with Wegmans like it's just walk out is still a very valuable technology to mm-hmm. people. Like the people that are using it love it. Mm-hmm. And I think the future generations who are using this will continue to make yeah. decisions about where they're going because of the technology like this. Mm-hmm. It's just this still is in the early stages and there's still some barriers to entry for non-early adopters. So I think it's it's worth the investment. Yeah. It's just how many things can you get on top of just walk out as the function? Yeah, the last point that I want to get to in the story, too, well, actually two more points. I think I think what you're saying is exactly right because experiments never happen in isolation. So like if you're right. going to spend, I don't know how much, you know, a million and a half dollars to do a full just walk out technology implementation in a 3000 square foot place, you're going to understand where the value of computer vision lies in right. terms of inventory accuracy, theft prevention. Then you can figure out, okay, how do I actually want to deploy that in the best way that works across scale? Do you take the robot approach? Yep. Like a like a Schnooks, for example. Yep. Like there's lots of ways to do it, but until you run the experiment, you don't even have an idea of what the value is. Right. The other point in this that I don't think we should gloss over is what does this mean for Amazon? Like you're closing a store after 18 months. Yeah. That's that's kind of weird. They gave the we're opening them soon thing which we always call out too yeah. with you know so i don't know what that means in terms mm-hmm. of are those stores going to open yeah you know i mean it, it's just another indication that we might be seeing the breaks on amazon's grocery store initiative here i don't know but it's definitely more palpable seemingly every day here. yeah yeah well we'll see we'll have to have to see what happens here in the u.s too with all the, the, all the zombies, zombies. Ooh, walk, um, we got walking dead we got and walking breaking dead. bad in the same same show, show. Um, okay, Chris, let's get to the lightning round. First question for you is yeah. this. Uh, Valentine's Day is approaching. Oh, 1-800-Flowers is. is launching an online marketplace <laughs> to bring on individual gift sellers to Ooh. accompany flowers this Valentine's oh, Day. Oh, flowers. Okay. Which gift would you be most excited to receive from Mrs. Amitai? Mm. Goat's milk conversation heart soaps mm. or an align your chakra tea set? <laughs> 
God. It's like choosing the best of two evils. But uh, first of all, I like this idea. Like, I, okay. think, I think it's a good idea because I know, too. every Christmas or like season like this, I'm always going on like Etsy and getting something tchotchke for Mrs. Omnitalk. Like holiday season, I brought her a mug that had like Harry Styles' face emblazoned all over it like a hundred okay. times. Okay. Because she's obsessed okay. to the detriment of our entire family. But, you know, for me, I think to answer your question directly, I would definitely go with the soaps because I always... I always love a little sh- love in the shower, and it's always it's always helpful. You want little. somebody to be like, you want to say, see, you are cute with a U and an R, cute on your that in work. A conversation. I'd be, I'd be okay with that as yeah. you as you scrub yeah. down. Yeah, as I'm alone in the shower. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. All right, the 2023 best picture Oscar nominees are now out. And what picture do you have your Oscar money on? This is really hard. Like, if you're gonna yeah. ask me who's your favorite character on the Sex Lives of College Girls, I'd be like, oh, obviously, it's you know whatever. I don't know because I haven't seen any of these movies but one, and that was Top Gun, and that movie was like meh. It was meh. Oh, I yeah. love that. I, I love that movie. All right, that's fine. Uh, Chris, I, I, I take offense to that actually. For those that, but how many have you seen? Every time we travel, completion. I watch that show on the airplane. I've I know. seen it like eight times. Fair, but how many? <laughs> how many of these Best Picture nominees? You're the movie buff here. Like, what? How many of these have you seen to completion? I've seen two in. Well, I've seen one to completion. Yeah, exactly. Two others halfway through. Okay, exactly. So. This question, who knows? Fair game to anybody on that list of top nominated (laughs) movies. Um, Okay, Chris. Uber is working with automakers to design electric vehicles that are customized for ride sharing. These are actually really cool. Um, I want to know what feature you would most like to see added to a ride-sharing specific Ooh. Uber vehicle. Yeah, and I don't – jeez, I'm curious what features they're actually contemplating. But for me – Oh man! Given that it's uh, on the off the top of my head, given that it's like January twenty sixth, mm-hmm. I want seat warmers in the back. Ooh! Like why? Why doesn't that? Why don't we I don't see know that how more I often? feel about warm seats when you get out of the car. Oh, like really? somebody's been sitting there. It's warm and like the oh, butt was warm, and then really? you got to put your butt on that seat. Oh, really? Huh? It kind of huh. like. If it's like hot though, like heated heat, like versus like the I feel like yeah, there's a, I guess. Don't you feel like there's a difference between the warm butt and the heated seat? Like I, I feel like there is. How do you know what's warm? The butt we should, warm we the should seat go experiment or the butt You have front seat warmers. We should go yeah. experiment with this. Like, wh- you know, what feels different? You know, I, I think we totally should. All right, let's close this cog show. McDonald's was the most downloaded QSR app in the United States in 2022 with over 40 million downloads, which was nearly and 27 million more than the next closest competitor, which was Starbucks. Crazy. That's crazy. So my question for you. Do you have the McDonald's app installed on your phone? I did. You did? What does that mean? I only use it during the summer because we like have sports and stuff. Where so you uninstalled we can't... it? Yeah, I have too many apps on my phone. My I had to like oh re-download like StockX Goat and Flight Club apps this morning to order one pair of shoes for my kid, and now I'm annoyed because I've got too many. Why don't you just apps. go online and just because it's easier in the app. Everything's easier in the app. So it's this just... summer you're gonna have to re-download the McDonald's app. Yeah, but it takes like two seconds. You yeah. just like All hit the download there, again. Right? Yeah. yeah, and it there are a lot of perks. It makes sense. Like it's, it's so much better. It's a great app actually. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I like the app a lot. All right, kudos to Walmart on that one. Big shout out to McD's. All right, that wraps us up, man. To Walmart. Oh, did I say Walmart? <laughs> I even said McD's. I said McD's to Walmart, Kudos right? Kudos to Walmart oh, yeah. for McD's <laughs> yeah, right. app. Woo! Walmart's involved somewhere in Woo! there. Let's get this show over. Oh, my God. All right. Happy birthday today to Ellen DeGeneres, Joseph Quinn of Stranger Things, and the man who always reminds us to skate where the puck is. He's going, not where it is. 
the great one, Wayne Gretzky. And remember, if you can only read or listen to one retail blog in the business, make it OmniTalk. Our Fast Five podcast is the quickest, fastest rundown of all the week's top news. And our twice-weekly newsletter tells you the top five things you need to know each day and also features exclusive content from us that's just for you. And we try really hard to make it all fit within the preview page of your inbox. You can sign up today at www.omnitalk.blog. Thanks, as always, for listening in. Please remember to like and leave us a review wherever you happen to listen to your podcast or on YouTube. And until next week, from Vegas, on behalf of all yes. of us at OmniTalk Retail, be careful out there. The OmniTalk Fast Five is brought to you in association with the AM Consumer and Retail Group. The AM Consumer and Retail Group is a management consulting firm that tackles the most complex challenges and advances its clients, people, and communities toward their maximum potential. CRG brings the experience, tools, and operator-like pragmatism to help retailers and consumer products companies be on the right side of disruption. And Firework. Firework is the largest video commerce solution built for the world's leading brands. They empower brands with shoppable and live stream video on their own websites where people like to shop. Put your commerce in motion with Firework. Find out more at firework.com. And Trigo. Trigo Tech powers grocery stores with market-leading frictionless checkout and digitized operations. To learn more, visit trigoretail.com. And Sezzle. Sezzle is an innovative buy now, pay later solution that allows shoppers to split purchases into four interest-free payments over six weeks. To learn more, visit Sezzle.com. And Silk. The Silk Cloud DB virtualization platform is a virtualization layer between your workloads and the cloud. Helps you scale your cloud without scaling your costs. Visit silk.us to learn more.